This is episode number 155 of Music Lesson Business Academy, and today we're going to talk about mental health and running your music studio, and I'm also going to tell you about a little tip that can get you some traffic to your website, which is lever number one in the seven lever series. Let's roll the intro. everybody, Danny Thompson here with you with another episode of Music Lesson Business Academy. This is episode 155. We're going to talk about how to maintain some mental health while you're running your music school, which is already a difficult business to begin with. And of course, we all know what we've been dealing with for the last few months, or I guess it's not even a few months. And uh, we're going to talk all about that in today's show. Uh, but first, Thanks so much for joining me. If it's your first time here, I hope you really enjoy it. Feel free to go over to iTunes and leave me a review and a rating. It is much appreciated. My new coaching program, The Seven Levers MBO, is now available over at musiclessonbusinessacademy.com. And this is a one-on-one -on -one coaching program. It's a lot of content. It's two 60-minute coaching calls per month. And there's some other stuff in there. Jump over to musiclessonbusinessacademy.com. There's a couple of videos in there that will explain in more detail what you get with the program. What's an MBO? How does all that work? How do we apply that to your business? I'm really excited to get this out there and get back to doing more one-on-one -on -one coaching with everybody. Also, over at musiclessonbusinessacademy.com, if you haven't already, you can get the free seven levers of the music lesson business mini course. Just uh, put your email address in over there and you'll get that. You can also sign up for Music Lesson Business Academy Answers, um, which is direct chat one-on-one -on -one access. And there's also just some courses over there for you to check out. So head on over to Music Lesson Business Academy and give it a gander. All right, today's episode is brought to you by NeverAloneBusinessServices.com. Google Ads, Facebook Ads, SEO, Website, and General Marketing, all done by Chris and Jen over at Never Alone Business Services. They own a large music school out there in the Minneapolis area, and I like the fact that when they're doing a Google ad for you, I sound old school when I say a Google ad. Um, when they're doing paid search for you, uh, they're coming at it from the perspective of somebody that does what we do. And I think that really helps out a lot. So go over and check those guys out. Mention you heard about it on Music Lesson Business Academy and you save a hundred bucks. This episode is also brought to you by the fine folks over at TeacherZone, scheduling, billing, and student learning management all over at TeacherZone.com. Give those guys a shout. They would love to give you a free demo. Okay, with that said, let's jump into today's episode.
so the other day I was talking to Christina and, you know, of course we're talking about my website, SEO and working on projects like that together like we always are. But as we usually do, we spend about five minutes talking about business that needs to happen. And then we kind of just chat about life and what we're doing and what our hopes and dreams are for the future. And uh, we were having a great conversation as we always do. And she actually had this idea for me to do an episode about mental health and running a music school. And uh, so, yeah, thank her for uh, this episode if you like it. Um, so even before the pandemic, okay, running a music school is a fairly tough business. And I was, I was listening to, uh, a different marketing podcast. Uh, I think I was listening to small business, big marketing the other day and something was being talked about and it made me think about why is it difficult to run a music school? Like what are some of the elements? And, and one of those elements is that we have two customers, right? So you're really, from a sales standpoint and a marketing on your website and everything that goes into that world, you're really marketing to a parent in most cases. You know, we have, you have your segment of adult students, but you're marketing to somebody who isn't ultimately the person that you're delivering the product to in some ways. So it's really difficult because you have to make mom and dad happy over on one side, but then you also as far as the service goes, have to make the delivery of the lesson to the student really good. So you have two customers that you're trying to make happy. And in some cases, like what they're, in a lot of cases, I guess what makes one happy isn't what's going to make the other one happy and vice versa, right? And uh, that, that's challenging. And that's a challenge that a lot of other types of businesses don't really have to deal with. And uh, I think it's always been a challenge in our marketing, but it's also just an, uh, you know, an element of running your business that you really have to think about, you know, and it, it's a challenging business to begin with, um, you know, from a profit standpoint, it's a high cost of labor involved in what we do. And if you're doing in-person lessons, you've got building and rents and all those kind of things. So it's not the easiest business to make a decent amount of money in. So you know, there's already these challenges. And then, of course, we are all dealing with, you know, the COVID pandemic and the impact that that's had on our businesses, but also the impact it's had on our customers, financial lives and personal lives and everything that goes along with it. So, you know, man, it seems like a really long time ago when I think back to when it really kicked in and everybody was kind of going through some kind of shutdown. It, that seems like so long ago. And that was really like for California, that was March, you know, it started to kind of work its way into being potentially an issue in January and February. And then in March, it's pretty much just widespread across the country that we've all been dealing with it. And I think we all at that time hoped that by now we'd be well past this thing and back to normal. Things change. And this has had, from talking to a lot of school owners, um, a profound impact on people's, you know, mental health. And, you know, before I get too far into that, let me just say, you know, I, I, I'm not any kind of, I, I don't have a lot of knowledge on this as a subject as far as mental health as an issue for people. Um, so, Certainly, if you are really experiencing like some 
heavy depression or anything like that, you know, by all means, do the right thing and reach out and get some help. You know, I, I've been through that once in my life years and years and years ago where I just went through like a long stretch, you know, that was like a series of things that happened in my life that got me down and I couldn't get out of it, which was the weirdest thing ever because normally I, I'm just not like that. You know, I'll get over it. I'll find something to focus on. And you know, that feeling when, when you have depression, you wake up in the morning and you have that kind of pit in your stomach feeling all the time and you can't get rid of it. And you also aren't excited by anything. Like I couldn't get rid of that feeling and nothing made me happy or excited. Whereas normally I'm very uh, future focused all the time. I'm always working on something business wise or personal wise or music wise or whatever it is. I always have plans. I always have these big things that I'm trying to do to achieve or to experience. And the pursuit of those things makes me always excited and happy. And no matter what it was, I, I, I just couldn't find anything like that. I, I was even like looking for stuff like maybe I'll get into this. And then I'd be like, yeah, it just it's not really making me feel, you know, any better. And eventually I got out of it, you know, and it moved on. But, you know, it, it, if you're feeling bad like that, you know, reach out and get some help. And, uh, you know, we, we wish you the best. What I want to talk about is just a little bit more maybe stress and, and that element of mental health with what we're all dealing with with our businesses. And the challenge that we all felt certainly in the beginning is, is just that uncertainty. And I think that that has carried on for a period of time here, you know, FUD, fear, uncertainty, and doubt. Those are really debilitating things when you run a business. You know, if you're fearful about what you're going to do or there's uncertainty, like what direction should we go and what should I work on? And I don't know if any of this is going to work. And those are all really common experiences, very natural for all of us to feel that way. And you're never going to get rid of that 100%. But when, when I think about it as it relates to, to my school, you know, one of the things that really made a big difference. and you know, what, what I did for my school is not going to apply to what you would do at your school. And everybody's in these different business situations right now. So maybe you will find some comfort in the fact that probably most of you are in a better potential position than I am right now. Okay. So if you're a smaller school, it's a lot easier to pivot. If you're a single solo teacher, it's a lot easier to pivot. I'm in about the worst scenario, which is we bought another music school shortly before all this happened. So we're overextended. We, you know, we have payments, we have a building and, and a location that's just sitting empty right now doing nothing. You know? So we're in a really tough situation on top of the fact that California, when the economy is good, we tend to do better than everywhere else. Like we will do double the GDP of the rest of the country. But at the same time, if there is a downturn, we feel it harder here as well. And that was really true during the 2008 um, financial downturn. So that coupled with just high expenses out here, high cost of living, you know, all those elements tied in, tons of competition. It's a tough situation. And, you know, so us making this pivot that we made is really a gamble. But what I can tell you 
is, you know, in the pivot that I made of just focusing more on online lessons, that might not be the right move for you. This isn't really about from a business standpoint, I'm not going to tell you, oh, you should do this or you should do that. You know, I can give you suggestions of here's things to think about. Here's something you might want to do. But the bottom line is you got to make a decision. And that decision is you got to have a plan. What are we going to do moving forward? Because in the beginning, we all kind of went through this thing of a holding pattern of like, well, you know, we'll see what happens. Maybe we'll just do online lessons because of interim thing, you know, and then probably a lot of us started to think, well, you know, eventually I'll open my school, but maybe I'll keep doing some online lessons. And it's the uncertainty that is dangerous for us right now because it really cripples you when it comes to making decisions and making moves forward and your marketing and things like that. So what I can tell you is once I made this pivot in my business and said, here's the plan, we really thought it through and we said, okay, you know, if X, Y, and Z happens, here's what we're going to do. And X, Y, and Z happened. So we said, okay, this is what we're going to do. And we're not looking back. And what I can tell you about making that decision is since then, I've been way more focused and I've found a peace with the whole thing. Now, it doesn't mean it's going to work. It could totally fail, like what we're trying to do. It could absolutely fail. It may turn out to be the wrong decision. I don't know. There's no way for me to really know 100%. But, you know, every day... You know, I can look at my dry erase board. I know what we need to do. I know what the goal is. We're not in any kind of holding pattern. We made a decision and we're just leaning into it. It's a tough decision. It's making some elements of business more difficult for sure. But I can tell you that there is a peace and a calmness and a focus that I have because I made that decision or we made that decision. Now, you know, we kind of made a decision and said, we're not going to look back. But the reality is, at some point, if I needed to pivot again, we could. You know, we, we kind of already are in one sense. You know, I'm doing some lessons in person, right? Drum lessons, some DJ lessons. We're going to go back to doing Kids Rock really soon because we're, we're getting a lot of inquiries and stuff like that. Um, so something I thought about the other day, because I'm keeping a portion, a smaller building. So I got lowered my over, overhead by getting rid of some of the building, keeping a smaller building. Um, and, you know, once there's not really any restrictions and people want to do in-person lessons, I think the people that really will want to do in-person are going to be young kids. So what I might do is a thing where it's like, well, if you're 10 or above, it's online for sure. But giving, you know, having that option for a seven-year-old or an eight-year-old that's going to do private classes, to do that in person, I'll have a smaller building, so I won't have a lot of availability for it, but I might be able to accommodate a certain number of people that way, and I'm going to charge them a premium for it. So I think we could make little adjustments like that without feeling like we're completely abandoning, you know, the concept of sticking mainly to online lessons. So yeah, we'll make changes, we'll make pivots, you know, who knows? We could you know, I don't really want to ever go back to having a full building and in person all the way around, but we could if we absolutely wanted to. But, you know, again, I have a purpose and a driven plan that I focus on every day. 
And that affords me a certain level of peace that I really appreciate. Now, something else you could work on from a business standpoint that might help you to find uh, just a little less uh, or, or to alleviate stress a little bit. Try not to worry about the things that you can't really control that much and remove yourself as much as possible from the little things. You know, I've always had kind of this customer paranoia thing. And, you know, so I'm always, it's easy for me to get involved in a small little customer thing that really somebody else is handling. And, you know, I'm trying to remove myself even more and more and more from just kind of like, a lot of daily activities and, and just, you know, there's always going to be people that need stuff. There's always going to be somebody that's unhappy. I'm going to focus more my time on the many and not really worry about the few that much and spend more time on the back end and worrying about, you know, the marketing and the systems, you know, the marketing and the sales side to bring people in and then the systems and the training to provide a good service for people. And do the best that we can with that and, and realize that there's always going to be some people that that's not going to work for and that that's okay and just not worry about it. So the next part uh, regarding your mental fitness, I, had, I made a little post in Facebook a week or so ago about finding me time and things to do for yourself. And a few people kind of asked, well, what do you mean by me time? And a few other people kind of mentioned, man, I'm so busy. I got so many things going on. I can't really do anything for myself right now. So I, w I wanted to kind of touch base on that a little bit. In the past, I was always somebody that put off a lot of things that I wanted to do because I was always working hard or building towards something that I thought would give me the time or the money or whatever it was that I needed to be able to go do those things. And I think the pandemic and the shutdown and everything really forced me to go, you know what? There's no better time than right now to do a lot of these things that I've been wanting to do. So I, I think it's really common for all of us that we just say that there isn't any time. Or, and I think it's legitimate to feel like there isn't any time. But there always is. So right now may be the best time ever for you to decide to learn a new skill or take up some hobby that you've always wanted to do. And you know, I don't want to look back a year from now or a year and a half from now and us still be dealing you know, with things not being normal. It's probably going to be a year or a year and a half and feel like I just wasted that time. So for me to focus on things that I can do right now and get great enjoyment out of those things, you know, you, you got to do your best to just keep living and enjoying all those things through this difficult time. If you just curl up and wait for this to all be over, you're going to be waiting a long time and you'll probably look back with a lot of regrets. So I would highly challenge you that, yes, you can find an hour in your day to go for a run or, you know, learn some new skill or, or work on something or two hours. And you know, for your mental strength to be there, to, to be supportive of other people, friends and family, you've got to make sure that you're prepared for that. And so taking care of yourself is important. You know, obviously you have to be there for those other people. You're not going to abandon them. But what if you're not, you know, not able to do that properly because you've neglected yourself too much? So you got to find that balance. And from a business standpoint, 
I guarantee you, if you can't walk away for an hour or even just take a day off in the middle of the week, there's some other systems and some other things that you really need to focus on at your job or at your business. So, so maybe that'll make you realize, hey, I need to change the way I'm doing these things so that I can go you know, on my two-hour bike ride pretty much every afternoon. You know, I'm, I get to go out there and do that. And yeah, I take some phone calls when I'm doing it. I've signed up some students you know, on the, uh, out on the bike ride. And it's been a great icebreaker. And, uh, I'm going to talk about that in my new course. I'm doing all about how to crush it at phone sales. But anyway, find that time, force yourself to get out there. And I would highly recommend physical fitness during something like this. And it just does so much to clear your head. And, you know, when, when I, I went on a little motorcycle ride the other day, uh, uh, like an overnight trip, and I was riding through like the barren desert, and it was so awesome. Just it's just me and the motorcycle, nothing else going on, and just taking it all in, and just going, yeah, as tough as business is, and all these other things. For me, in a lot of ways, th- this is really what's important. Like this stuff matters. Like there's just so much more to the world than. You know, the one customer who didn't like the way your makeup policy works or whatever little stuff that we all get like aggravated with as we're, you know, running our businesses. It really can help you to kind of put things in perspective. And then when you come back, you're very focused and you're ready to go. All right, let's move on to the seven levers segment of today's show. So, real quick here, I did a post last week saying, I did an Instagram post. It has 110 comments. I want to clarify and tell you kind of what I did. So the, the key to this is the Instagram post, it's not on my page. So what I did is I, you know, I'm kind of launching a new program in South County with some new DJ lessons. And what I've found out there is other like mom groups and mom bloggers and some of them have incredibly good social media platforms because that's kind of their whole thing is to have a blog, but then promote it through their social media. And so I'm just piggybacking on top of somebody else's work. And yes, I paid a little bit of money for it, but it was next to nothing. So I just put the information together, the blog, the, the post went out on somebody else's social media and boom, I just got crushingly good comments and a lot of clicks back to the website. So very well worth the few dollars that I had to spend to do it. So what I would recommend you do as another traffic supplier is look outside of your circle. Okay. In your area, is there, you know, a mom group or a blogger? I guarantee you there's like fitness bloggers and, you know, mom lifestyle bloggers and things like that in your area. There has to be, there's probably a bunch of them. Find one that's really good and start a dialogue with them. You may not have to pay them. They may be looking for content. You may be able to do some kind of trade-off. What if one of their kids wants to do lessons? I had a a mom years ago who we traded lessons for, and she had a really big blog, and she wrote for other um, some other organizations, and she would do stories about us, and I was like still getting clicks to the website forever from this like story she did on like, you know, the ABC local news um, website or whatever, you know, 
And so all those things over time, it can really add up. So, you know, it's hard in our small circles to have like really powerful social media posts, but a, a page like that, that already has a big following and, and a, you know, this, this big presence, it's almost better to kind of piggyback with somebody like that and have them drive traffic back to you. So that's a real easy tip for something that you can do that will drive more traffic. Lever number one is always traffic. We got to get enough traffic to our website. That's a starting point. What happens after they get there? That's a different lever, but we got to work on that lever number one always. Okay, guys, that's it for today's episode. I hope you enjoyed it. We'll be back next week with another marketing focused podcast. I'm going to do a breakdown of just like a simple marketing plan in the order that you should attack these things. I see a lot of, and it's natural for all of us. We, we hear about some new social media platform and it's like, oh my gosh, should I be doing that? Am I missing out by not doing it? Should I do this? Should I do that? Well, there is an order that you should approach these things. And I want to go through that because again, along with what we were talking about earlier in the show, it might give you some mental clarity and declutter your mind a little bit, which leads to better mental health. Okay, guys, I'll talk to you soon. Make sure you go over to musiclessonbusinessacademy.com. Check out the new courses that are up. I would love to have you into one of my coaching programs. I wish you well. Talk to you next week. Bye-bye.